0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Absolute Comics. Today, Sal and I are going to talk about two of my favorites. Red Hood. Red Hood right there. And Batman. Ah, look at that Batman tattoo, Sal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good So today we thought it'd be a fun topic to have is going to be... Why does Batman let Red Hood exist? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay, so let me give you a quick rundown. Red Hood is the second Robin... Depending on the origin, it mostly involves him trying to steal the tires off the Batmobile. Batman takes him in, adopts him, turns him into a Robin. He's kind of a violent Robin. This eventually leads to the Joker becoming a member of the United Nations and a diplomatic and gains diplomatic immunity in which he tricks Jason Todd into going to Ethiopia. Something like that, yeah, more yeah.
1: or less. I think it's Ethiopia. But he his goes, mother's there. His mother, he, uh, Jason's looking for his biological mother. He ends up in the desert. Joker opportunistically advances on him. Kills both his mother and Jason in a shack in the middle
0: of the desert. Yay. Yeah. And then we move into uh, he comes back as the Red Hood. Red Hood's whole thing is if you had just killed the Joker, this never would have happened. So his idea is basically Batman with guns and I'm going to kill people. And he goes through, before New 52, quite a few horrific things to the Bat family. Like he's a straight up villain murdering people in prison. He's convincing guys to commit suicide. He's a straight out villain. Right. So, so... The question becomes, why did Batman let that continue? Right. Because and, why did, and and then in New 52, why did he let him just run free as a member of the Bat well, Why is he invited? Like, why yeah. does he have a Bat
1: communicator? Why is he always, in any time that he scrambles the Bat Family, Red Hood is there? Yeah. And I know that they've changed the Red Hood, and you're a big Red Hood fan, so you can attest to the different attempts that DC has made. Because you could tell, in the 2000s when they made Red Hood, they were like, this is awesome you know if we're gonna justify his return we're gonna have to make him essentially a new foil for batman he's gonna have to be a villain yeah. or at least a anti-villain or an anti-hero
0: they, well and, uh, I, I before new 52 he was a villain right like right. any attempt at making him an anti-hero was normally thrown out by him pretty much decimating the bat family like exactly <laughs> yeah but uh but they were like oh at some point we need
1: to like make some more money off this character and The Marvel method is turn that villain into a hero or anti-hero. DC... Gotta do it too. Let's do it. What they about don't this? normally, though. That's why that's no. weird. They normally
0: leave them as villains and they, they, they promote their rogues gallery. That's like we do. Got they this do crazy rogues gallery. Exactly.
1: But it like Jason fit <clears throat> in a weird place because it's not like Jason's gonna go to Arkham. He's if he were, he'd kill everyone there. <laughs> it, he, he's not going to team up with the penguin. He'd murder the penguin. Like right. so he stands on his own. You got like the Rose Gallery, and then you got like this this Robin over here that <laughs> is that hates him, so they were like, "It's kind of a hard square to circle, so let's just, let's just, let's just do anything else with him." And it, it, I remember there was a whole period of time when he's like palling around with Bizarro and Artemis, and I'm like, okay. still okay. one of so the greatest like, runs they're, ever." They're but, like, "Let's debatify Red Hood." Yeah.
0: What I don't get, though, is pre-New 52, the general idea was maybe he'll turn around. But this is after murdering people in Arkham, murdering people across the city, threatening to blow, blow up Bloodhaven. Like- <laughs> right, right. No, he's a villain. He is certainly, he
1: is the but most they let him intimate, go, <laughs> Right, but they always let him go. Or they don't, um, Batman certainly doesn't beat him as hard as he beats a person who stole a purse. Uh, so what's the deal? <laughs> Obviously, what, I mean, I think at the end of the day, regardless of continuity... It's because Batman is, you know, he's a a rich father. Yeah. Who's like, well, you know, he's my son, so. He'll come back. He'll come back to me. (laughs) Well, yes, he may have committed some horrible things, but, you know, he's learned. Like, he'll learn his lesson. Like, I'm not going to. I'm a hypocrite. (laughs) I'm not going to do anything about it. Right. Well, and
0: that's the biggest, like, I don't understand because it is guilt. But when does? But he continues to like like case in point, kills the Arkham people, attacks Tim, attacks Dick. Then we go into the New Fifty Two. Things seem to have cooled off, and we're kind of forgetting about all the, the bullshit he did for a little while. We also
1: dial back, like, a lot of the things that happened. Like, I don't even know if his mother was even involved in the death in the desert. Uh, they, and a- after New 52, they were probably like, all right, let's soften the Superboy punch. You know, so yeah. it's not even like that happened, you know? It's it happened very differently. You know, maybe he didn't even really die, you know? Like, or, <laughs> or maybe he only sort of died, you know? Uh, we, we, they really lean into the Lazarus Pit stuff. And it's like, all right, um maybe we can also retcon that he didn't murder a lot of people or if he did only right. really 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 bad people <laughs> <You know? laughs> but like yeah because I remember new 52 it was like it was very much up in the air what did everybody do how much do we remember how much happened is yeah. this a new universe you know there were a lot of questions about that and keeping new keeping Red Hood was actually a real big problem for the new 52 because it's like oh it's new I mean oh okay no it's been five years and in that five t- in, in that five years Batman said five Robins and one of them died. And then got
0: resurrected and became Red Hood, and he had to fight him. Like, what? In that same time span. Like, every month was like the end of the world for Batman for that reveal. <laughs> Batman had a very busy five years. <laughs> the, um, but what blew my mind about being a Red Hood fan was Red Hood still did things that were like, you shouldn't do this. The right. most egregious being when he shot Penguin in the eye. Yeah. And Batman's like, oh, I can't believe you did this, Jason. Get out of Gotham. Like, <laughs> right? You're
1: banned. Oh, no. <laughs> you imagine if Batman did that to anybody? Like, just some punk who's just like, ha-ha, blam. He would beat him savagely yeah. until all of his bones broke. Yeah, no, he's, because he feels guilty for letting him die. And he's like, he shouldn't even be here. Like, I shouldn't have even made him Robin, much less let him go to the desert and die. So, you know, so, I'll, I'll give him a pass every time.
0: Let's take this to the next level then, because I think we're just going to keep going, doubling back on that particular por- portion of this yeah. topic. Why, at what point in the world of comic books is letting these passes go through hindering the story? Right. Because the constant argument is always, why hasn't he killed the Joker? Well, if he steps over the light, he's going to become the Joker. Okay. But sure. we've got to have a better way to handle the Joker than just throwing him into a cell that he's gotten out of ten times. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, and,
1: and and the other the meta answer is because the Joker's the most popular Batman villain, and right. if he kills the Joker, we the death of the Joker would be a very interesting and high volume sales wise book. But then five years later, you don't have the Joker anymore, right? And so you have to bring him back, and so you undo that story. Now, is that story strong enough to stand on its own? And can it survive the retcon that we make? I mean, you have to assume that they're all going to be like that eventually. I mean, every hero has died, and they did it to boost sales, yeah. and his re- and his or her return was certainly used as an effort to boost sales or uh, get themselves out of a bind that they created by making this one story that you shouldn't undo but have to because of, you know, continuity sales and just, just longevity of the character. So when it comes to the Joker, it's like, we could kill the Joker, but... We can't kill him every day. That's why he usually falls down a smokestack, or he <laughs> falls into some water, or he falls into some kind of dark pit. You know, as long as he falls someplace, he'll go away for a while. <laughs> except, for, except for, like, the last five to ten years, when he's in literally every story. He's the star of his own series, multiple series.
0: That's the problem with the Joker right now. His deaths have just led to, and the new one launched, and he survived. Let's keep going. And that's like, another that, that, story. Yeah, like, that, that's that, literally the, the thing. The man who stopped laughing is literally about the Joker who died finding yeah. out another Joker showed up and figuring out what's going on. Like, and that's not to say anything about the, th- the three other Jokers
1: in their <laughs> own original series. Like, <laughs> it's, So so. W- that's another topic, but it so, also
0: it, it dovetails well, I, nicely I, into the Robin situation where it's like Red Hood. When well, Red Hood's not as popular as the Joker. Right. So why can't we just shelf him?
1: Great question. It's actually – it's similar to I, – I, I liken Jason Todd Red Hood to Bucky, the Winter Soldier, where it's like okay. they're both teen sidekicks to iconic heroes who died in war, who
0: came back through unnatural circumstances as a bad guy. And – Fun fact they, for those who – I know Sal knows this, but their returns were like three months apart. I know. Like, like it was <laughs> like uh, – They must have heard. They they must have heard similar things going on, because they were so close. And the Slicits are probably six weeks out. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, no,
1: they definitely. Somebody. And knew. it was
0: Red Hood first. Three months later was what was Bucky because they looked into Bucky. that.
1: And that makes yeah. sense. And by the way, they're both great stories in and of themselves. Like they work yeah. on their own. Um, the problem is. You've killed these characters, right? These characters who have been dead for a while, who are arguably replaceable. Jason Todd. Nobody cared about Jason Todd as a character. Nobody was like, "Man, I really miss that character. I really wish that character had more time to flourish." You know, they had a little bit of time pre-crisis with Jason Todd where he was more of a character, but then they had this period where readers hated him. He was a dick. He was yeah. uh, not to be confused with uppercase Dick. His, <laughs> you know, his namesake. <laughs> but um, he he was he was a brat, and he also caused problems for Batman. He killed. A person he interrogated by dropping him off of a uh, you know a fire escape and and Batman was like and that was the beginning by the way where Batman got there too late and he said what happened and he said oh he fell and no. Batman's like no he didn't but I'm not <laughs> going to do anything about it
0: you know I'll just so you think all that. the way back at the inception of Jason Todd it was a well I got to give him a pass he's a Robin it's, it's Pretty in character
1: for Batman <laughs> to just give Robin a pass. My point is just that, like, you could kill Jason Todd back in the '80s because, at the end of the day, you're not killing Jason Todd because nobody cares about the character. You're killing Robin, and it's okay to do that because someone else can be Robin. Right? And the and and arguably the next time that a character inhabited that costume, they made a costume specifically for that character. Like Tim had a new look and a whole attitude and a whole act, like a whole. I mean, Tim was Robin was so for
0: like twenty years,
1: and he was Robin for twenty years, and they but and they were so pleased with how it worked because it worked so flawlessly. Where they were like, "Here's this character, let's let's give him a miniseries series first time, let's give him an ongoing series, let's keep him with Batman, let's put him on the Titan." Like they put him everywhere, and he like he became ingratiated into the culture of DC, and of course he was the harbinger because then they'd bring in. You know Roy Harper and uh, or Connor Hawk, I should say. And Wally uh, was Wally, Wally was, at same was time. already established, but like Wally was still you know making his bones during that time. Like Wally was still looked at as the new guy back yep. then. So it's like, but you had the new guard: Kyle Rayner, uh, Connor Hawk, Tim Drake. Uh, all
0: these different like younger characters were starting to come in. Oh, uh, Bart Allen. It's actually one thing that I've wondered about, and I brought up my recent thing to, ta- yeah. to go into this. People are always like, "Well, we need change. We need change." Well, they can't because of the status quo. They did. DC moved forward everybody but Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Rotated on all the sidekicks, all the Teen Titans, everyone got new gigs, and that lasted until, like, the New 52 for the most part. Yeah, yeah. No, D- DC
1: was – DC always had a problem, and it was also the thing that makes people like DC, which is legacy and history. You know, DC has been around longer than Marvel, yeah. and it had the unfortunate blessing of being – First, you know, here are here is the superhero and here is the sidekick, you know, and it's that's a lot to carry. And what do you do with it? Now, thankfully, you have things like the Silver Age and the Golden Age to give you like goofy stories. that you. Batman's a zebra. Superman is a monkey. You know, you can do everything (laughs) that you you can do anything that would come into a 12 year old's mind and have that happen to them. And then you get into like the 70s and 80s where it's like, let's get gritty. Yeah. Also, Marvel's eating our lunch. <laughs> so we need to start changing and innovating. And the best way they could do that, because Marvel's new and they're coming on the scene and everyone's young and hip and, you know, breaking indoors, is to have them progress. What do we do next? Well, make a new character, make a new sidekick, progress things, move forward, and, like, go in real time. The other thing is, uh, at Marvel, they're going in real time too. Peter Parker's in high school for like. You know, two years, and they're like, "Let's get into high school. Let's go to college. Let's go to job market." And it's like, "Oh no, <laughs> we, want be a, we want him to be a teenager, but he's almost twenty eight. <laughs> what do we do?" Uh, and the same thing with DC. He's ready to kept, retire. <laughs> exactly. And Marvel's like, "Stop, hard, hard, hard break on advancing and on time." Um, and DC learned that lesson like later than Marvel, where they're like, "All right, dial it back." Uh, but even then, like, it, it's just a, it's just a, it's a different approach from philosophies of those two companies to go like let's 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 encourage legacy and of course we've had this argument before back when didio and folk used to be in charge of dc where they hated legacy and they hated yeah. it like dick Grayson as nightwing and all that stuff oh, i mean
0: that's why they got rid of most of it in new 52 most legacy yeah. and sidekicks were just thrown out exactly or, uh, or or or
1: marginalized to the point where it was like if i can't throw them away let me make them unpalatable so people will stop being fans of them which it's so short sighted. Right, exactly. <laughs> Which is so short sighted because if it sells, if it works, then just give them what they want. Yeah. Um, but we're getting off topic, and I do apologize for, for going off on that. Tangent. I mean, that the this is a
0: normal show. We can go off topic. Oh, okay. Just, great. To, just to tack out of that real quick, and I yeah. texted you Tim Drake comics been canceled. Oh, I know. And it's like, like, yeah, of course it was, because it's not
1: 2001 anymore. <laughs> like, and, and by the way, I love Tim Drake, and I like that character, but like, I haven't read a Tim Drake comic book. I read you know, issue one. It wasn't too interesting. I read like, the first two out. issues, and I was like, this is horrible. Uh, and by the way, like, not horrible in terms of it being poorly constructed or anything. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know. It's not for me. Let's put it that way. And uh, it ain't what I'm looking for. And it certainly wasn't what I was looking for when I was his age, or younger, reading his book back in the day, uh, certainly I was younger, because it's like, that's the whole point of YA fiction, is like, it's it's fiction about what the demographic will be. You know, it's like, oh, look at these 13, 15-year-olds, and it's read by 8 to 9-year-olds. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I don't... I, the, problem, the problem with the sales of Tim Drake, just really quick, I think, besides, if you want to take... The writing, the art, like the, just the philosophy of the book—that's all we're talking about. And I don't want to hear it because the comments are going to ignore this because you know subtlety's dead. But yeah, yeah. the fo- the the point I'm making is, if you don't have the backing of your publisher, of your editors, of your editor in chief, you don't have the direction. It's not going to work. You know, Tim Drake. Why was there a Tim Drake book? Was it was it because of the throngs of Tim Drake fans who are desperately, you know, writing in letters? Spider Girl. A book that should not exist, that should never have existed. And I say that only because it's an alternate reality child of the main superhero. What a hundred issues. How did that happen? Because the audience wouldn't let it go. And they kept sending in letters, and they kept buying the books. So that book
0: progressed, and it kept going in spite of the fact that no one at Marvel wanted to make it. Except for the writer. I mean, MC2, I think only ever, like, that's the only book that continued. Yeah, they made other books.
1: They were like a next and stuff like that. But it was like, yeah, no, that was never going to succeed because who asked for that?
0: It's like 2099. Whenever people reference 2099, very, only hardcore fans know about 2099. But a lot of people know about Spider-Man 2099. And here's the thing.
1: I've read all the 2099 books. Spider-Man was the best one.
0: Yeah. Like it was Spider-Man,
1: Doom, and then nothing. <laughs> like Hulk was awful and they cancelled it. Punisher was a joke. Hilarious, but a joke. Uh, you know, Ghost Rider, give me a break. Uh um uh Ravage, come on. You know, Ravage like, is it, the only unique character that they made, Sal. Yeah, and also trash. <laughs> but uh you know, but yeah, but like you said, like 2099, like the only book that could succeed was Spider-Man. And not just because it was Spider-Man, although that certainly helped, but because it had the most identity and it was well written it was just a good book that had yeah. that, that captured fans immediately so it was with tim drake you know th- no other robin besides damien has had a series you know and I mean, uh, red
0: hood had a, s- a long go- ongoing but that's red, red hood, hood red, the red the hood Outlands. has
1: a red hood the character not robin you know what I mean? Uh, true. Like,
0: it was no di- jason todd robin
1: book I- exactly no it was like nightwing got a book red hood got a book Tim Drake got a book. You
0: know what I mean? Like, there's no. You know, uh, you know it would be interesting though. Just, just to kind of, yeah. Imagine a Jason Todd Robin book, and it's the people he's killing behind Batman's back. Oh, like a retcon book
1: about him being Robin, like in the booties, in the shorts. Yeah.
0: I would love that. Like, book. like he's, like he's. Basically, he's always been a psycho. <laughs> yeah, he's basically a serial killer as Robin, oh my God. and how he was doing it behind Batman's back. The that would whole be. Time. Awesome. I think that would actually be
1: a really solid, like eight to twelve issue miniseries.
0: Yeah, just to show, like, okay, he's always been this way. Maybe Brian right? shouldn't give him the pass. Right, like,
1: like, like Jason is going into the bat computer and like deleting case files and like you know, wiping ta- out cameras and footage. Right, like he's he's going, and the only way he gets maybe he's a maybe Oracle, or no, because
0: she wasn't. No, Joker gets it somehow. Yeah. Joker sees him, and that's how and we find out that that's how Joker convinced him to go track his mom down in Ethiopia. Oh my God! If Joker could be, if
1: you want to, I mean, we were just talking about how like Joker's in everything, and he's responsible. <laughs> for but I don't, you know, because b- because to what end? Maybe that um, I don't. Hmm. You could, you could, you could work that. That that's something that you could actually. That work Joker out. was at one of the scenes or whatever. He just right. he, like Jason was unaware Joker was there. Okay, so here's what's what's messed up about that is that. Uh, when they made the Dark Knight 3 The Master Race book from supposedly Frank Miller, but actually Brian Azzarello, uh, Frank Miller got to do his own spinoff book called The uh, uh, Last Crusade. No, The Golden Child's oh, I- the next one. That's the oh. next one. That one he <laughs> definitely wrote. Um, and that one's drawn by uh, a really good artist. I don't remember his name. Um, it's a fun word. It's a fun name. Uh, but anyway, uh, but the but The Last Crusade, drawn by John Romita Jr., written by Frank Miller, is basically that. Where it's like, r- Jason Todd dies. It's the last Jason Todd story, and he's killed by the Joker. And Joker's like, this guy is a wacko. Like, <laughs> right. So it's, it plays with that. Um, so I like that idea a lot. Dude, yeah, a, J- a Jason Todd Robin serial killer, like child murderer, child murderer, not child hyphen It murderer. would
0: change everyone's perception of Red Hood, though. But, a black, that's why
1: we've- but a black label book? Like Else Elseworlds? Not even. No, 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 no. Just like, it's a Black Label book. It could be. It's, maybe it's in continuity. Maybe it isn't. But like, we're going to try it. And we're going to see if, if, because the reality is, if you put it out in Black Label, it could or could not be in continuity. Yeah. And if the audience loves it, it is in continuity. And if they
0: don't, no, then it was an alternate story. It, it would also add a totally different level. Because one thing I never understood was how how over the edge Jason went when he came back. Right. It's one thing to be like, okay, we. Why didn't you? It's kill It's a the full children? swing. Like he went from being like a little kid to yeah. being a complete psycho
1: murderer, and it's like, look, the like last he kept capturing every
0: time. mob in Gotham. Like, right? this like is how do you do it,
1: Bruce? <laughs> like, it's what? pretty ambitious. It's a little suspiciously ambitious for uh, you know the machinations of a thirteen-year-old dead kid. But uh, but what if he was always doing that? What if he was that angry? Because I mean, there's a great story um, about him. The idea is that his dad worked for Two-Face and eventually they tracked down – yeah, they tracked down basically his father's murderer and it turns out it was Two-Face. And so they do track down Two-Face and they kick his ass. And Jason's like going to kick his ass or kill him, but he but he chooses not to. And Batman's right. like, oh, thank God. Like, I've got – like, he has control over his anger. But wouldn't it be interesting if, uh, you know, maybe Jason went back – <laughs> you know yeah, like afterwards. later that night uh you know maybe he doesn't kill two-faced maybe he does because there were two two-faces at that time you could argue maybe it was like because yes there were two two-faces uh one was an actor who portrayed harvey tent who also got acid thrown in his face in a scene portraying the exact same scene stupid
0: uh <laughs> but uh well, i like how they retconned it to be penguins the one that killed his dad and then yeah. he did shoot the penguin and then they retconned that to be like well he didn't actually shoot the penguin the penguin got better Right. Yeah, the, the whole
1: shooting people in the eyes thing. They did the same thing with the Kingpin, and it didn't work for me back in the comics, and it didn't work for me in the in in, in the Hawkeye show. But uh, no,
0: you, you shoot like, I like someone, how you can barely can like, just shoot someone in the eye, and you just it'll just it, it, if you shoot not someone only...
1: in the eye, it will go through their brain.
0: Right, and and <laughs> all, but I like how and both the the Penguin and uh and uh Kingpin, they just yeah. like. Uh, I mean, that kind of sucks. I'll know.
1: have to wear an eye patch for a little while.
0: Yeah, the, the, the muzzle flash really hurts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that bullet, it was so fast. You know, it was like a scalpel. You know, they did, they did the two Two Face thing recently, too, if you hadn't read the Detective Comics run. It wasn't two Two, two Faces, but it was Two Face and Harvey were clearly different identities. Oh, yes. And, and, and they've been doing that for a little while now, leaning back into that, where they're yeah. separate people. That's fine. That you know, what are you going to
1: do with Two Face? The fact is, Two Face is such a he's such a great looking iconic character. But like, there are only three good Two Face stories, and even he's then, still like, just
0: a mob boss. He, it's like Black Mask. Everyone's like Black Mask is great. He's just a mob no, boss who puts Black on a mask. Black Mask is not great. Black Mask <laughs> is just
1: Maroni. He's Falcone. Like he's a million other characters, but with a gimmick. Yeah, Two-Face is the exact same thing. He's not even a mob boss. Like, his whole thing is he's a district attorney. Like, he should – his crimes should be ironic and about the law, but they're not. They're about chance and twos and doubles, and it's like how, – how many times can you do that? Like, I I, have this, I I have this supposedly iconic Legend of the Dark Knight Two-Face book called Faces – it sucks on toast and it's, it's, it has nothing to do with duality. It's about two face finding a circus freak group and being like, you guys are freaks like me. And I'm like, that's not anything. And people, people, people think- put that on the list as like the best two face stories of all time.
0: And I'm like, I don't think there are any, <laughs> you know, I'm going to go out and live here and I'm going to get hate for this one. But the villain that Batman has that I hate the most is yeah. actually the penguin. That's fair. He's really the, boring and annoying. The Penguin is just a fat guy that causes problems. That's his whole shtick, you know. Like, like Riddler, Riddler's got the riddles. He outsmarts Batman. They have a, a mind battle kind of thing. And that's Joker tough to is write. so crazy that Batman doesn't get him. He that's just visually is
1: iconic. Like the Joker just looks great, yeah. and he's and he,
0: and, he's, and it
1: gets set against Batman. It's a fantastic combo. It's just iconic. Yeah, and there, then even if there's only like four good Joker stories, it works every
0: time. But And a lot of the other villains all have a gimmick they go with. Yeah. You know, at least Two-Face does have the, Yeah. Yeah. And Two-Face is just a mob boss or a gang uh, gang leader, but yeah. he does have the duality, the coin. So at least it's a gimmick you're it's working It's very with. themed.
1: It works very well.
0: The Penguin, they tried to give him a gimmick in the 66 show, which sometimes sticks around <laughs> the umbrellas. <laughs> yes, yes, the umbrellas. They did it in the movie, you know, in Batman Returns. Like they. Kept I said the, that the sometimes it sticks around. Like, yeah, yeah. I was reading Killing Time, and he shows up with an umbrella, and they're like, is it that a weapon? And I'm like, when is the last time that was a weapon? Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. And I like that idea. Like, that's actually, that's not bad. But of course, what does that have to do with penguins, really? Yeah. Uh, but then again, why would you want to make it themed to be penguins? What is so scary or interesting or thematic about penguins? Uh, you know, it's just that he's the problem is he's just he's ugly and fat. That is his thing. <laughs> that's his and like thing. every every major penguin story is about how ugly and fat he is. Even the one bad day initiative when they did that one story about him. It's actually a really well-written story, but at the end of the day it's about him being ugly and fat. <laughs> and it's like that's it. That's the whole thing. And he's smart and ruthless. The other thing is he's also ruthless. And I'm like, "Okay, like a penguin?"
0: Yeah. Penguins like, uh, are are they ruthless? No. They're actually quite uh, Chad's trying to corrupt me of the umbrellas guys. What I'm saying is it was brought in 66. So everything you're mentioning is after 66. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> like, uh, it, but no, it, the... it doesn't always show up. It shows up randomly. Like, yeah, sometimes so... he just has umbrellas. Sometimes it's a weapon and it's not, in my opinion, consistent enough to be like, that's a thing that we have to watch for. Yeah I mean I think I think it is because it's like how he has so
1: few things as it is but also even when they do something with him they're like all right he's uh he's he's a uh, you know he's a drug runner or a gun runner he he works for you know he has like a front the iceberg lounge and he runs yeah. that but also secretly he like funnels money and it's like so So he's an intermediary. Like, at the end of the day, like, Penguin will show up in a more interesting story for another villain. You know, like, if Catwoman needs to get out of town, she goes to Penguin, and Penguin helps her find a new identity, and then she goes away. And then Batman goes to intimidate Penguin, and he's like, you got nothing on me, copper. I've got, you know, I'm not doing anything wrong.
0: And it's like, oh, darn. How many times can I read that before I'm like yawn they did like, that in the gotham knights game penguin is in there you accuse him oh nope he didn't do it and now he's yeah. your informant like oh god <laughs> and it's like yeah and listen like if you're doing a
1: one if you're doing a game you're doing a trade you're doing a story arc penguin's a great foil he's a great character to use in that in any iconic or massive like alternate reality batman story oftentimes he is a cautionary example he's a character who's like a gateway character to get to a more interesting character he's killed yeah. off or, or 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 muscled and that's fine i mean like look they're not all gonna be winners how many great killer croc stories are there probably like two you uh, know
0: i i like what they've done with killer croc more recently where yes. they because they, they started to lighten him up i think in the animated series like mm-hmm. oh he's got like a whole backstory and then they yes. started to lean towards towards the monster side Right. And now we're back to going back, bringing this full circle back to Red Hood. I think that's actually one of the best things they've done with Red Hood in the recent years. He works with Croc because they're both in like, they're basically each other's sponsors on a weird level. (laughs) I kind of like that. (laughs) All right. That's fun. Like, they even did that in the one off they just did, which was Gotham City Legends or Gotham Legends or whatever it was, where it it was basically a Red Hood, Black Lightning, and Katana story. The whole thing was orchestrated by Croc and Red Hood. So that Red Hood can get Croc a book of poetry, because okay. no one no one can know Kroc reads poetry.
1: Okay, or like right. or like
0: or it was like maybe uh, it was it was maybe not poetry, but something you wouldn't expect Kroc to read. Sure. Yeah. So that was the arrangement. Like Croc drags Red Hood into the place he has to get to and acts mean to him, and Red Hood steals this like book of poetry to give mm-hmm. back to him.
1: That's cool. <laughs> All right. I mean, and the fun thing is he has no history with Red Hood because I think Killer Kroc was invented after Jason Todd had already died. So it's okay. like, that's even more fun. Like, oh, look, like I, I can imagine Jason Todd Red Hood having an issue teaming up with like the Riddler or, you know, any other character that had been created when he actually yeah. was Robin and fought them. But for Killer Croc, it's like, well, I don't have I know history with you. <laughs> You know, well,
0: I, I think um, that I think their their relationship started because of Arsenal. Actually, I'm pretty mm. sure Croc and Arsenal were actual AA sponsors. Oh my god, that's kind of fun. I like, like that. That's to... how it started, and then they, and then through the death of Arsenal, they red hot. Oh, Croc. they like United. I kind of yeah. dig that a lot. I mean, that does require
1: retcon of making Croc and Roy having any connection whatsoever. But I I'll <laughs> take it because like, look, I'm pretty sure it's... they never acknowledge it. It was just I'm, there's the Croc sure. and Roy's <laughs> in this chat. They, they just yeah, that's fine. You know what? Like that that's that's it's an interconnected universe, that's a that's world building. I'm I'm okay with that. Um and but yeah, when it comes to Red Hood as a character, you know, at the end of the day, how many red but Hood are But Dead Geek says
0: Killer Croc pre-Crisis is the one that killed Jason Todd's parents. I've I don't remember. Is that, that. true? I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. that I, I don't think Killer
1: Croc was even invented pre-Crisis,
0: but alright. Now you got me looking that up. We're gonna keep going with yeah. what you're saying originally, I'll look
1: that up. Oh, right just there. um you know, how many really great like you have to basically reinvent uh Red Hood. Okay, no, he was invented in '83, which is pre-crisis
0: by three years, and so. Yep, he was originally depicted as killing Jason Todd's parents. Later retconned up. to make Two Face their murderer, and then that was later retconned to make Penguin the murderer. Penguin. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, actually, oh, so that makes it even more interesting
1: because then he's like connecting with a guy who may have like, you know, multiversally murdered his parents. Um, but yeah, so uh, with Red Hood, he fall he falls under the same category of like how many red hood stories can you tell that are compelling and interesting where it's like oh no it's my former protege turned bad who now (laughs) does the opposite of what i do you know like it's so it's it's and what's worse is because of like um because of the nature of media consumption and storytelling in general our stories are getting more like the the Less time can pass before we do the next, like, reboot, before we do the next, like, you know, retcon or the next big thing. You know, we, we used to be able to, like, let things breathe and sit and let things happen. But now it's like, well, what's the next big thing? And So, so many more things have to happen in that, like, interim that we, we, we have to then refresh it or completely redefine it in a short amount of time. So we can't just have like 20 years of Jason Todd being the problem child for Batman. We got to do something
0: new with him. And it's like, he's he's starting to progress forward or finally doing that. But there was this weird 10 years where he was stuck in that, which actually I'm going to make a video on this, but I'm going to bring it up here and you can help me flesh it out. But this is why I think actually, as much as I love red hood over winter soldier, yeah, I think Winter Soldier is the better version of what they tried to do with Red Hood because Winter Soldier came back. He didn't go bad again. No, he's been trying to redeem himself for the stuff he did as the assassin. Right. So everything he's done going forward, while we still have guilt trips and we still have, oh, he's the guy willing to go over the edge if need be. Yeah. And people, I'm
1: sure from his past showing up being like, you ruined my life. And he's like, oh, the guilt. Like I can yeah. imagine there's a lot of that
0: story. But yeah, you're, you're, you're he's saying... not killing anymore. He's not trying to prove a point to Steve. He's not he's he's just moving forward. It's all about his redemption arc. It's all about yeah.
1: him. Like it's one journey for Bucky whereas Jason it's like he, well the other thing is they well, both characters had their agency removed they were they were resurrected or brought back against their will by outside forces right. and ironically one was controlled and the other one was just brought back you know like D- bucky was the one who was like a, a you know a, a programmed soldier and yet he's the one who has had the most agency but um i don't know it's the the funny thing about that comparison is that no one has done anything interesting with Winter Soldier in over 10 years.
0: Yeah, he, they keep trying to put him in charge of teams as his redemption, be it like, Thunderbolts why? or like a copy of the Thunderbolts. And then whenever they do a solo story, it's just a spy story. It's just a spy story, which I mean, like he is a spy character. His name implies that. It's just
1: that there isn't really a huge market for a lot of spy stories. Like, no, and there also- isn't. That's
0: why Black Widows don't normally succeed, which is why I honestly think but uh, Winter Soldier, Black Widow stories are the best because you just team the two of them up and you do a spy story. Like, just-
1: Especially if you want to hook them up, like if they're like a relationship. It's like, okay, cool. Or maybe they're a will they, won't they, or whatever. But I, I like that idea of just doing, yeah, Black Widow, Winter Soldier, that's their book. That's their story. Like Hawkeye and Mockingbird, where it's like, yeah. how many Hawkeye books can I sell? Um, I, 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 uh, but, I think but that's... That- Oh, go ahead. oh but that's but, but they've been in a they've been in a holding pattern with him like the, they're both well, they in a the, weird holding
0: pattern. They yeah. don't want Red Hood to progress. He has to no. keep being the guy that's willing to shoot the penguin.
1: Right. So that's the problem. But also we kill the penguin. The worst but, is we can't even make Red Hood do the thing that he was clearly created to do, which yeah. is kill the Joker. Like that is what Red Hood was designed and created to do. Even if they didn't mean for him to do that, the whole themat like he was murdered by the Joker. He is Batman's greatest failure. If you're gonna bring him back, then he'd better kill and replace the Joker. That's what he's there for. If you don't do that, then he's not supposed to be there. Or he has no then he is going to be just this this T cell of a character. They're gonna have to keep like Reprogramming every goddamn
0: decade. They gave him a new goal him... right now because if right. you read it, because his two stories, he's chasing Bane and the Joker. <laughs> Great, <laughs> you know, like oh no, I I I'll
1: bet him he'll catch him this time. You know, like, oh, come on, <laughs> it's like Sylvester and Tweety. He's not gonna get the bird.
0: You know, like it's it's the Roadrunner and uh, the and the Coyote. Like he's never gonna catch him. But on the flip side, while they keep trying to do something with Red Hood, we have run into the problem with Winter Soldier. When Winter Soldier came back, he was redeemed. He became the Captain America, and he's just spun into uninteresting stories ever since then. Well, and I think that might be he's still
1: reeling from the fail- from his failure as Captain America. And I don't mean in the story. I mean like. The character is still trying to recover from Brubaker's natural progression. Like, Brubaker brought him back to make him Captain America. Like, Brubaker's like, I want to use this character, introduce him, and then he's going to replace Steve. And we're going to have, like, a darker, more, like, complicated Captain America for a more complicated America itself. And no one wanted that, or at the very least, people did for for a time. And Marvel was not willing to go the long haul with that, and so eventually, Captain America Reborn. And now, now we have two Captain Americas, and now we've got an- we got another compl- complication, which is we got Sam. So it's oh, like yeah. we got Captain America, who represents a disaffected portion of our population, and then we've got like the other old white Captain America, who is more willing to murder people. Like, oh, that's not really that. That's not really that interesting when you compare him to being like a Black Lives Matter Captain America. Uh, so he's never so so Bucky's never going to be Captain America again. And no. if if that's the case, fine.
0: But also, do we? What do you do with that then? Well, that's the problem Bucky's run into is that exactly, like, you can't make him the sidekick again. He, whenever he does an, uh, a spy story, the sales are just too low to keep it going. Yes, like I don't mind reading it, but it is just a spy story. They do, they don't even lean into the fact he's got the arms. Like make it like Arsenal, make it guns and stuff. Like they, uh... they really need to make they really need to to understand
1: and lean into the strengths of that character. Like you know, if Winter Soldier is um you know he's a spy thriller, he's a killer, he's you know he he's a then you make it a mature readers book. And you make it six issues and you and you only take that when you have a strong pitch or when there's a, a spy thriller movie coming out, you want to tie into in some way, then you go, okay, we need a good four to six issue miniseries That's going to be R rated. And it's going to be for mature audiences, or it's going to be like an envelope pushing book that will be all ages, but it will reach an audience that wants that kind of content, but, but could be all ages. And uh we'll sell for that window of time that we want to like inject finance into the company. Yeah. Th- that's all they have to do, but also it needs to be like realistic and and, and and I think that maybe they're in that position, but like, you know, there isn't a lot of demand for that, and so that's why Bucky's just sitting there. And actually I appreciate that. I appreciate when characters are just on a shelf instead of in the grave when they don't know what to do with them.
0: Well, because the story's concluded for Bucky right now. Well, they've tried a few other things. No one can sit around and be like, well, they ruined him because they just keep resetting him. No, he's just, okay, he progressed. He's now a spy. Just put him on the shelf. We'll figure out a plan for Bucky later.
1: Remember that Falcon Winter Soldier book that came out before the show because of COVID? Oh, after yeah. show. And it was like, it was a good looking book and it had Dan Mora art. It was, uh, you know, just a good looking book. And it was a fun were, again, story. Zemo,
0: which was fun. It was basically yeah. like the tie in for the show. That's all it Ex- was. Exactly.
1: Uh, and it was fine, but it didn't like break new ground. Didn't try anything new or refreshing. And it clearly didn't exist for any other purpose than to tie in with the show, which Marvel's continued to do. That She-Hulk book is still going, despite the fact that like, I think it's wrapping up soon, but despite the fact that the show's been over for months, you know, yeah. uh, yeah, yeah, they but the jail
0: book got, like, critically acclaimed.
1: Yeah, but, you know, the funny thing about critical acclaim is it doesn't always equate to sales. No, that's
0: why, like, Dan Slott's Silver Surfer never made it past, like, 12 oh, issues. That. that book, I think it got, like, a second season or however they describe it. But, that but sh- it still did go, I, I'm pretty sure I read Summer, it didn't go as long as Dan Slott wanted. Well, like.
1: yeah. No, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, that's another topic. But... Uh, <laughs>
0: just dance like anything but let's just let's just take yeah basically dance like anything not spider-man but let's move let's move it back around but yeah basically we're saying that yeah batman can't complete due to guilt that's the in-story reason in the story
1: reason he will never ever ever stop red hood unless red hood kills someone who matters to him like the only thing you can do to make batman ever go like i'm gonna take down the red hood and you could do a book and i guarantee they will within the next five years it's called batman versus red hood and it will be because Red, because Red Hood killed the Joker or he inadvertently seemingly, of right, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. no, but he killed the Joker or he killed someone like Bullock, you know, like he killed someone who is expendable, but also tragic, you know, like he killed Renee yeah. Montoya, you know, he killed somebody. No, she's and- coming
0: back is the question. We can't get rid of her now. <laughs> oh, There you go.
1: Okay. But you know, but she's commissioner, uh, I, I think, but um, you know, it's, you, you yeah, Gordon's to,
0: retired right now. He's got the black card and he's just explore, exploring the world. I
1: can't believe that's still going. Um, <laughs> it was a good idea,
0: but like, it's time to stop. Yeah, bring uh, it back. Let him get his job back now. Yeah, yeah. Can we? Batman's one of those books. I think he's a, a private investigator right now. I think that's what yeah. he is. But. Yeah, he
1: works with Bullock, I believe. But uh, can we? Batman's one of those books that like you can you can do anything with it. But like, I think there needs to be one like one kind of like book that is just it's Batman and it and, you know can we call Legend of the Dark Knight it could be whatever the hell you want but it's just about Batman and like Alfred's in the cave Gordon's in the in, in the police department Batman's on the streets maybe there's one Robin and he's and he's in college sometimes so he's not in every story you know it's just like just one kind of like, because they're never gonna do if they do a Batman Beyond movie, it's not going to be a franchise. If they do a Dark Knight Returns movie, it's not going to be a franchise. Like they're doing every Batman movie, every Batman cartoon, every Batman anything is going to be about the first three years of Batman's career. That- that's the end of it. Except for the Brave and the Bold movie, but even
0: then, who the hell knows if that movie ever comes out? So, uh, I mean, but- it's going to come down to how that Superman relaunch does. I can tell you right now, they're planning all this crazy stuff, but I. I wonder to this day how committed WB truly is. There's like th- if, if James Gunn comes out and his first three movies do 400 million dollars. Yeah, like well, they might
1: just call it there. If this, well, if they, if it's reasonably priced, if the movie costs 200 million dollars and makes 400 million dollars, it's a complete failure and you've ruined everything. But if the movie costs less, it will make more sense. Like if the movie makes 700 million dollars out of a 200 million dollar budget. I say that's a, i. I think that's a success. I think i. I think that these these billion dollar chasings are ruining the the movie industry and hurting other industries because it's making other people think that that's an attainable goal. But uh, but you're absolutely right that like, uh, viewer confidence is at an all time low, and Warner Brothers going like, oh look at James Gunn on Twitter saying, you know, we're doing this thing, ho ho. It's like yeah, u- unless you fail, which is. Not an, which is an, it could be an inevitability. Like it could happen. Yeah. You know, Marvel failing or at least Marvel stumbling right now in the, in, in the movies is met with either like betrayal. People are like, I can't believe Ant-Man 3 was boring, (laughs) (laughs) you know, or people going like, no, actually Ant-Man 3 was pretty awesome. Like just, it's either denial or betrayal. Yeah. Like and it's because they couldn't believe it. With Warner Brothers DC, it's like, I, yeah, I mean, like, there's a good chance it'll suck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it'll suck, but it's better to get everyone back in the theater. But I think well, we it's a whole or, other I shouldn't about say it'll situation.
1: suck because that's that's more subjective. It's more like there's a good chance that it'll fail.
0: Yeah, there's that chance, but I do think this is a whole different topic, and I think yeah. we've talked long enough because we've we've looped around. Batman won't do it because of guilt and editorial, which practically doesn't exist. Won't let it happen because. Red Hood needs to exist because people like Red Hood. Yeah, I, I guarantee Editorial you. at DC in the last ten years has found like Red Hood is awesome because of under the Red Hood. So we can't let him go farther or beneath that. That's yes. where he's at. <laughs> I mean,
1: honestly, the, the fact is with with that, like that's a that's actually a really great observation. Is that in the case of the Red Hood, like the Red Hood must make a certain amount of money. Like the Red yeah. Hood must like reach a certain level at any determinate, like quantifiable point where they're like, oh. Uh, you know, we can't kill the red hood because red hood results in this much money or like, cause they can quantify it, Like if the Batman who laughs shows up in a book sales, go up yeah. regardless of how Twitter feels about, about Batman who laughs. Everyone else is on board. Oh yeah. And, yeah. and, and it could be that like when red hood shows up in a Batman book, sales go up. It could be on,
0: it's not it's- on the Batman who laughs level, but it could be a number. It's like how I asked, uh, I think, two weeks ago. I'm like, look, all you people are saying how bad Amazing Spider-Man is. Yeah. It's still in the top ten. and has not
1: faltered. So... The sales on Spider-Man are great. It's the <laughs> it's... number one book at Marvel. Yeah. So, it's they are great. The fact that, like, everyone on Twitter or everyone in the chat or everyone on, like, Instagram or TikTok or wherever the people are complaining about Spider-Man are, you represent a drop in the bucket. Most comic book readers, the majority of comic book readers... Read the book and go on with their lives. Yeah. They don't talk about it. They don't share their opinion. They don't chat or they don't tweet. look us up on YouTube. <laughs> no, actually, there are more people watching us than tweeting about it.
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: So based on the yeah.
0: hashtag trending.
1: <laughs> yeah, the trending. Trending trending among a a minority of a minority. Like Twitter represents a drop in the bucket of comic book readers. It's it may be a thousand. And then you think like, oh well, if a book sells twenty thousand, that's really good. So if 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 fifteen thousand people retweeted it, that must mean like a majority of people. No, <laughs> no, because most of the people who are like on social media or on YouTube talking about these books, they don't even buy the book.
0: Uh huh. So anyway. but All right, <laughs> let's wrap this up. We've gone in a thousand different directions. I think we had a really good discussion about the idea and the I think what right. happens though but thank you for watching today's absolute comics my name is benny that is sal for those of you who have been watching this ongoing at the moment we are filming these more broad topics on mondays at about 12 p.m eastern we go live we do it there we agreed to not bring back the tuesday show until there's enough information for us to be able to film monday and tuesday Um, we are going to bring back the tuesday show for those who don't know traditionally we do go on a vacation like I'd say beginning of December to the end of January because no significant news comes out. The problem is that period has continued. No one has really cared about Ant-Man. No one has really cared about Shazam and Marvel comics has like nothing truly going on other than the sense of sinister. Yep. Which we are reading. And once it starts wrapping up, we can do a special video on and DC is doing the dawn of DC, but that's not even a real full, swing at the moment no and since we could talk about that but we do want to bring back the tuesday show but the agreement was we don't want to bring it back sporadically and then take the following tuesday off right. so once enough news in the in our circuit starts rolling around we agreed to bring it back then because we intend to come back fully every tuesday yeah so that's why you haven't seen us on tuesdays the show isn't officially dead but now but it's been so long at this point Yeah. We're like, well, Well, let's just wait for it to be worth returning. Exactly. You just watched an episode. Like this is the show's still going. Yeah, and it still (laughs) uploads on AMD, and it still goes live. It's just, it's just temporarily on Monday. So yeah. But I just wanted to put that out there because I don't think we've actually stated that anywhere, Sal. No, that's so true. So I wanted to have it out there for the audience. So yeah. thank you guys so much for watching us today. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, GamerSupps. Use the code comics at checkout. Or go check out Into the AM Shirts. You can use the code absolutely at checkout. And you can also find me at Comic Story. You can find Sal over at Comic Pop. And one last thing we recently discovered how to tell how many people are actually getting the notifications for the channels. So, for those who are wondering, absolutely Marvel and DC has 23,000 subscribers on the channel but only (laughs) wow that is terrible (laughs) 2,000 people are getting the notification so our channel traditionally uploads on a daily basis sometimes every other day but you will more you will often not get a video every other day if you are interested in all of our shows which you don't have to be but if you are only 2,000 of you have that turned on, so please consider turning on the notification bell if you actually want to see the videos. I launch them at 9 to 8 to 9 a.m. my time normally, which is like 10 a.m. Eastern, and uh, we try to do daily videos. So we appreciate all your support. I just wanted to make people aware, because now I'm aware how to tell how many people are actually they're subscribed, and I guess actually subscribed. Exactly. And, they,
1: you know, like... They don't know, they're not thinking about it, yeah. so it's, it's worth talking about, you know, bringing it up to their attention. If, they, if they're, if they like, wondering, hey, how come I don't, like, know when these videos are going live? Like, that's because you don't have the thing on.
0: Yeah, that's how YouTube works now. So, also, we have a very high turnaround of subscribers versus not subscribed, so if you're in that 20% of not subbed, subscribe! Help us reach 100% and be the first people in YouTube history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much either way. Really, really do appreciate your continued support. We've been doing this so long, I don't even know anymore. And it's all because of you guys, so thank you. We'll see you next time.